Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and you're about to listen to part two of a conversation with five friends. Hope you enjoy. Lundgren. That man is a genius. He's got a PhD in mechanical engineering or or chemical science. Mm. Which... One of my favorite stories involving him is someone broke into his house. I was just going to say yeah. that. Yeah, they yeah, broke yeah. into his house. And he locked they it were... in the basement. And... No. No. <laughs> no, no. As they were breaking into the house, like they, there well, was trackable footprints across the room, yeah. well, like no, no, across they, the floor. They, they get to a point where they see a painting. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Okay, they, sorry. They, a different they, version they found of the story. Wife. Okay. They found a, like, a woman in there, and they like they tied her up and threatened her. and then. Right. I saw, they saw a picture of Dolph, and they realized it was his house. They put everything back and just went out. The way they came <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> it's like, that was great, yeah. You don't mess with Elf Wonder. <laughs> yeah, he has jerked. Yep. And he's, yeah. Drinked. He, he's a fair, uh, fairly well-established yes. uh, jiu-jitsu yeah. black belt, and he's got a bunch of other martial arts under his belt. Which no is which is why I really liked in, uh, in the first Expendables, <laughs> where you actually saw him throw down with uh, Jet Li. Because most of the time, whenever you see him, it's just like he's the huge guy. I like, only see him in so, like in an internal sunshine and the spotless mind kind of role, just like a, a dramatic role. <laughs> dramatic role, yeah. You know who I want to see act? I don't know. You guys probably don't know this. Remember what you're about to say, please. Yes, yeah. Um, I think his name's Jonathan Van Nuys or Van Ness from mm. Queer Eye, the Straight Guy. Mm. That guy has such an expressive face. Like his face looks like he has seen. A lifetime of pain and sorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm sure he, he, has. he could either, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's true, but but like when you look on his face, I'm like, he could play something like super super serious, like maybe he lost his family and he's like, he's maybe he's looking to reunite with like someone or something, you know, he's like he's on this really like right. hard journey or like, right. you know, like you need to write or, a movie for or, this man, or the, I want to, or a <laughs> the road esque sort of thing, right, or something where he is insane. Mm. Like evil yeah. in the membrane. Yeah, because it's just I don't know, man. That guy. He, he could be a good joke. Yeah, he, he could. If only he could act. What were you gonna say? <laughs> um, <laughs> just because we were saying like Dolph Lundgren like playing a really dramatic role. I'm like my now movie I most want is a super duper serious heavy acting movie, but with the entire cast of The Expendables, I'm in. Like, oh, I see. I'd actually be in, like, because there could be there could be comedy with it, but I'll, I'll go to the bathroom. I really do think Stallone can act. Like, Stallone can actually re- be a really good actor. Another guy who's also surprisingly bright. Yeah. He is hyper articulate. Yeah. Which you don't expect when you watch an interview, you're like... It's better when you can't understand him talk. But... <laughs> Like when it, even when you watch through uh, like Rambo or Rocky Six or Creed, Creed like he yeah. acts like he's a really good actor. Oh yeah. Um, but then it'd be really yeah. funny to see Arnold Schwarzenegger in a drama role where it's just beyond like yeah. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Open up. There's a bomb in there. Said this for. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> The one word. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time at 104 44. Sorry, just put a. Just put a, a, a You're the only one? No, I couldn't have been. You've been yeah. the only one who's cussed this entire time. time. Twice. Last time. Twice, twice now. That's pretty good. It's three times. Yeah, that's pretty twice. Good. What was the third one? Yeah, what uh, was the third one? There's just now. That's twice. It was awesome. Just bleep them in and bleep them because that's amazing. Just bleep them right now. <laughs>
do it. Oh man, please do it. I need, I need to say it. There's comedic gold. If I don't cut it, I'll make a special version for you guys like oh, I did oh, last time. Dude, you already know what happened. Just Other people it. need to know. Just believe it. It's all Just good. Just it, man. It's Darko. <laughs> <laughs> they already know he's a scum. <laughs> scum or scum? A little bit of A, a little bit of B. Scumpy. Forest scump. Uh, Forest scump over here. <laughs> oh man. Oh, we almost got it. Oh, oh my head hurts from laughter. Alright, so I know Christian really, really wants to talk about it, so before we get to American politics. Uh, with Dan Carlin over here. Nobody really uh, wants to talk about it. Yeah, just, yeah. We all know. Exhausting. Just, just random question exhausting. for you guys. Because yeah. we're, exactly. I think, like three or four months out from an election or something. Because mm. we got one of those coming up. Sure. Yeah. Who do you think's going to be the next prime minister? <sighs> or which party? Because I I actually don't know who's... I, I, think, I, wouldn't I know Andrew Scheer is running the, for the conservatives. Yeah, I know... No, I know no uh, Justin Trudeau chance, is in the liberals. I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, mind a jagged thing. He's yeah, I have, like, yeah. okay. the NDP has a really strong chance. Yeah, yeah. I was um, going to say, like, that was a really I good like, chance for, like, the, the smaller parties to yeah. get some seats. I like the Jagmeet's uh, town halls, or whatever you want to call them, they're called Jagmeet and Greets. He's <laughs> 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 got my vote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that sells me. On that virtual level. Yeah. <laughs> I like to, yeah. Um, yeah, no, man. I think I like the Thomas. I think it's a really good opportunity for the smaller parties to get some seats and stuff because, like, the the it's almost like an America s situation where, I mean, Trudeau lied about reform and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So a lot of people are pretty disappointed in him. Disillusioned yeah. in, in the Liberal Party in general. Yeah, just that's that. why we have a PC government in Ontario because people are disillusioned by the well, liberals. Well, yeah, I was, mean, to to be fair, they're disillusioned, but they're also <laughs> they're also kind. Of, I mean, I, let's just say misguided. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I I think like if if you're not happy with the liberals, and you know you like know something, then you can't vote for anyone but the conservative party, right? Yeah. Like give the some. So I gave my vote to. Uh, I, I I voted into Peter Green. Right. And just because. Um, Did you just throw your shoe? No, that's a rabbit. <laughs> that's a stuffed rabbit. Take out the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I, I think a lot of people are recommending the sentiment of like sheer. Uh, the only the only plans the conservatives have are to basically say that the liberals, the plans that the liberals have made are bad. That's yeah. that's the extent yeah. to which a conservative plan has been made, and liberals are the they're making bad plans. And then, <laughs> and then you have the other parties who haven't really had a chance, and it's like well, you know what? I'd rather just give them a, a shot. Right, I agree. Out of the limited stuff I've heard about sheer, I've got a friend who's. He, uh, he's not a conserv- like card-carrying conservative member or anything, mm. uh, but he like he has voted conservative. He leans that way. He likes Andrew Scheer, but he doesn't like the party. He is also very much against um, our current premier. <laughs> uh, I I personally think though, like yeah, we're for the federal election. We're coming up to a point where again, like it was in the provincial one, it's people are just kind of done with the Liberal Party. So it's yeah. going. Someone else, I think, will win. But if we didn't have Doug Ford really messing up Ontario right now, oh, oh yeah, I think there would be, I think there would be a lot Uh more like actual optimism looking Mm. at Andrew Scheer. What generally what I do is I look once the towards the actual election. So in the last like two months, I skip all the debates because they're crap anyway. Because it's not. Nobody's being like. It's all soundbites. It's all soundbites. Nobody's being like, vote for me because I've got this really good idea. It's like, well, vote for me because my plan isn't their stupid plan. It's 
If I I, I want to know your plan, so I'll friggin' I'll look at your platform. <laughs> Whatever they don't want me to do, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, <laughs> I'll actually just read, I'll actually just like read the platform and see what they've got. Yeah, and then whoever. I find has the best platform and the platform I think will work well, then I'll vote for them. Because hmm. um, the debates well, that's, that's are crap at this point. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, if if Doug Ford wasn't ruining it for it, like, then I think Sheer would have a better shot. So it might, it's never going to be a green majority. It will never be a green majority. Yeah. But I would like, I've voted for them before and I, I'm more in favor of like more people getting seats. Mm-hmm. Freaking back in like 2008 when there was when Harper was uh, prime minister and they were looking at another vote for majority or minority government or whatever was going on then, it was like a interim election. Mm. So many people in my college were like, I'd vote NDP, but there's no point. So I'm going to vote someone else. And I'm like, if I took a sample- All the people who said that. Of all the people who said that, I'm like, five out of 10 of y'all are saying you would vote the NDP. Have. NDP. No. Just do it. Yeah. Because then, even even if you're even if the Green Party's not going to win, it's going to give them more seats. Yeah. It's going to get another voice, and that can only be a good thing. I think like a, politics is is not a zero sum game, right? Yeah. It's, and or if it is, then the, the sum is your vote never mattered. Whether who, no matter who you placed it for, no matter if they won or not, it never mattered. Right. right? Like so, it's it's either. Every vote matters, no matter even if like you're the one person who voted for this one party. Then yeah. you got the one vote, right? And it's like you can say, oh, you threw your vote away. And it's like, well, you know, maybe next time I hate people see that, that there's one vote and think, oh, you know, I'm going to vote for them too. Then they, then they get two. Then it's they get, an investment. Then they get yeah. yeah, right? And it's like, it's, I don't know, man. I mean, one vote never changed anything. Like, never, it was never like, oh, the Liberal Party came into power because they had one vote more than the Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. But the, the less, when you're talking about like the, the smaller parties, then it does matter. Like, yeah. even a few, not oh, like yeah. three votes, but you know what I mean? Like, a smaller... Yeah. A difference of a hundred votes. Can do so much more. And it's like, you can say, okay, well, we're not going to see that difference play out within the next five or ten years. Yeah. But maybe by the time, you know, you're getting into your old age, you can see a better future for the, for yeah. the younger generation, right? Well, it's like a party having... A, a party going from no seats to a seat is huge. Mm. But going from one seat to two, that's just as huge. Mm-hmm. Like, that's only good. Yeah. Yeah. The Green Party sitting on like eight seats or something too. Like, something like, like they, that. They, they got. They, I ended they, up, they, they had a massive. I ended up voting them in the last federal election. I can't even remember who I voted provincially. Not. Oh yeah, no, I voted NDP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying that he's just you know Harper two point Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's just Harper with a smile. Like he's a very likable guy, which is what makes him scary. Well, yeah. the, right? the, what I think is funny is that. Even though Harper, yeah, like I disagree with him, I still felt like he was a competent person, right? And sure, I'm like, I'm like, okay, so he's like Harper, but without the competence. That's what I was saying. Yeah. And then like Ford is like, uh, uh, he's, just, he's just Trump. I found this, uh, this. A lot of people say Shear's a, a, like a lackey. Like he's, he's a bit of a pushover. And, oh, yeah. and Ford will be able to push him around and get whatever yeah. he wants. Like, yeah. So just by looking at his face, you got to wonder um, if he's actually a grown man and not still a baby. There we go. You know? <laughs> or if he was born... <laughs> <laughs> With his genitalia on the other side, it's like it's switched around. Like he's got a front butt. <laughs> a front. <laughs> Is that okay? A front it's odd, but uh, Is it I, I guess it's ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the friend, but <laughs> no, yeah, he just, yeah, he doesn't. He, he seems like um, 
like Harper with, without the confidence or the the power or the intelligence or. It's. I would actually love to meet Stephen Harper, I'd, but I can think of a number of guy any of these politicians. I'd be like, yeah, no, it'd be interesting to just go for a coffee with you. Yeah. Even talk politics. Let's get in the same room. Just me. to be like, let's just <laughs> like just to get to know them as an individual without like punching them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> face, neck. You know, it's all good. Yeah. On the back with the back with a bag of origins, or, or, oranges, <laughs> so it doesn't leave <laughs> <up>. <laughs> with a bag of oranges. What would a bag of oranges look like? Trumpism. You've made a fetal mistake. <laughs> that was a, a Trumpism. <laughs> I think I think with yeah, that Trump uh, Trump yeah, Trump almost like every day it was just like yeah. we were hanging out and uh, you were like you made a fetal mistake and then we were fetal like, error <laughs> there was a word that he couldn't pronounce and it was recent what? Uh, Trump or me he's right here man. <laughs> <laughs> it's his I can't podcast. words it's <laughs> documented oh you said origins it was that it was that it was origins and oranges like he kept trying to say it no, there, there was, was another one, but there's yeah, there's there's one, one, there was, was another with one. An R. Um, yeah, film, he, one time he tried to say uh, United States, but he said like God Whoops. bless United States. Like, his brain stopped working. <laughs> he just had a stroke. Yeah, he's having many strokes out. all the time. There's plenty of video evidence for it. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna look um, it up on the internet, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Totally, I would also love to meet George Bush. Feel like he'd be he'd yeah, be fun to party with. One. He'd be a I fun party guy to, with George Bush. He'd be a fun that, guy to hang out with. Yeah, have a beer with him. Like, like, you know, right? Like, every, yeah, I, I, I was actually saying to some youth, I'm like, I really miss that guy. I didn't agree it's, with every decision he made, but like, it's, if it's, it's a sorry state of affairs when you want Bush back. He also, yeah. but he also knew how to like, even though he made a lot of mistakes in like just public speaking. He also so much of what people don't like about Donald Trump because when you get past him being moronic with his Twitter and how he just responds negatively to the press. There has been some good things. I've read some good articles where guys like, I'm a self-identified liberal. I did not vote for this man. I would not vote for this man, but here's 20 things that I think he's actually done really, really well. Okay. But the thing I miss about Bush though is he knew how to, he was patient with people. Mm. He knew how to be polite to the press. He, had, diplomatic. he, he was very diplomatic. And also, so charismatic. And also, if somebody threw a shoe at him, he would dodge and come up with a <laughs> yeah. smile. Like yeah. I just he miss his wonderfully goofy grin. Well, he's yeah. like, ah, oh, you can say the word, you can say the things Trump does, which are terrible. But if you had that goofy grin, you'd be like, oh, oh, I guess this is a joke that I should be inside on. Sorry, Christian. I know you, okay, you've yeah, got. No, okay, you're he, waiting. He had. Okay, you know, he may not have been the smartest guy, and you may have disagreed with what he did and the way he went about doing it. Mm -hmm. and like, obviously, there are like major problems with the, the stuff he let Cheney get away with and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, he still, for the most part, at least in comparison to uh, the current president or administration, he had respect for the Constitution. He had respect for the American people. Um, the the separation of the the, the branches, the co-equal branches mm -hmm. of government. Mm -hmm. Right. He he understood. Uh, you know the the reasons that they're he just you know like it, it's a lot of it's built on trust right like yeah. I was saying to Tom I was saying to everybody like the the census question where uh, the 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 courts were like no you can't throw that question and and then he's like oh, I'll just veto it and do it anyway and it's like that's not something you can make an executive order on that's actually basically what he's saying is he's saying that that co-equal branch of government, we're not going to listen to them. And, and uh, the whole system is sort of built on the trust mm -hmm. that that's going to happen, right? He's and abusing it. He's abusing it. <laughs> it's, it's it's a very delicate thing. And, and I think that's one of the biggest slides into, into 
to fascism mm. that we're seeing, right? Because at first, when, when he was first elected, I thought that it was kind of hyperbole, right? I was like, oh, no, no, no. and then even as it went on, but almost within the, within the past like, two months, I'm like, okay, things are really like, you know, the, the cages uh, when he's calling American citizens, telling them to go back to their own country. Right. You yeah. know, um, just it's really, really like the, yeah. the snowballs become an avalanche. Yeah, it's yeah. really starting. It's scary. Well, it's, and it's, the precedent it sets, man. Yeah. Because any other, at this point, like if the Republicans aren't willing to, to stand up for, for the Constitution or the, uh, or stand up for the mm-hmm. country, you know. Yeah, the people. Um, then what are they? Right? They're they're complicit in a coup. Yeah. That was orchestrated by a, a foreign entity, essentially, right? A, a hostile foreign power, and it, it's amazing. We're talking about Facebook, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. No way. I, mean, there too. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That's why I don't like talking about this because there's so many yeah, things no, to like, bring so There's a lot. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's huge, and there's a lot to unpack with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the, as you mentioned with Bush, like I think he had a respect for it because he grew up in it. Yeah. Like his father had been a president, but he had been a senator. He, like you can go into whether or not he got in over his head, or like how he made his decisions, but he had the respect for it because he had been through it. Groomed. Um, like what, like we had said, like we had said in the previous podcast, like I can understand how Trump got there because in that election, even. Like, even after Obama, who, again, did a lot of good things, and to some people he did a lot of bad things, it's a mixed bag. It always will be a mixed bag with the president. But too much power for so many people were like, I'm du- like, I don't trust politicians. I don't trust PC culture. Mm-hmm. I don't trust all this. That the guy who's flagrantly disrespecting all that, I'm in. Like, he, he's he's got my vote. And that's not a good thing. No. Well, what sucks is that there, like, it seems like half of the people, because there, there's a whole bunch of people who would have voted for Bernie and who had voted for Obama but then switched over to Trump. And I think those are the people who are morally anti-establishment. But then there's the other half of, of or like, you know, maybe another, just the majority, who are just essentially racist. Hmm. And and it's, I, I, there was a quote I read the other day where it was like, what's happening to the American people? What's dawning on them? You know, the people who aren't Trump voters is that, for, like over forty percent of their their fellow countrymen uh, think that the other, you know, like so many percent don't belong, or you know, like that they would kill them essentially, right? That right. They feel like they don't have a right to life here, and it's terrifying, right? But then, uh, but then, just uh, for the sake of offering the counterpoint, mm. you can get you can come across a lot of like people of color who are Trump supporters, but they're not necessarily supporting him, but they're supporting the Republican Party because they feel the Democratic Party is like really screwed them over. Because it's like you pander to us for votes. True. You set up systems to keep us entrapped. Whereas I've got like here's a party who's trying to set up stuff so I can get a job, so I can get ahead. And the other side is like, if you don't agree with us, we're throwing you out to dry. Like, so, you've lost your blackness. Yeah. You've lost your Latino-ness. Yeah. You, you, you have to agree on all the like, points. Exactly. Like, you can't here, disagree, you, you on, can't on, disagree on with this. You have to toe the party line. So that's where I'm sympathetic to that viewpoint where... I 100% yeah. empathize with someone who feels that, like, uh, you know, if, yeah, if you're black and you, you feel like you... you all of a sudden your blackness is taken away from you if you don't agree with what most black people yeah. think you should think, right? Which is in in and of itself like a this sort of form of racism, I think. Uh, yeah. But it's I would say to someone like that, um, okay, you know, it's it's sort of like uh, that Randy Newman song, Rednecks, right? Where he's talking about, you know, the South and what they do to black people. Mm. But then at the end of the song, he talks about, you know, the ghettos and stuff up north where they sort of segregate them into their mm-hmm. own. And it's like, Okay, yeah, I get being mad at the Democrats because they pander you and stuff, but 
they're like as bad as it is under them. It's ten times worse under the Republicans, and and I think it, 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 there's very little foresight to to vote someone in like that because it's like okay, yeah, the man's message is that he he's like we're gonna drain the swamp. Like I'm not like them. I'm not part of the establishment. I'm gonna tear it right. all down. It's like okay, but also look at everything that he's done in his life as a person, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe think about like oh wow, would I want this person representing right. me in any way? Would I want? Would I trust them? Right. Like why? You know like. I, I will go on the record now saying I will be surprised if it's anybody but Bernie that would actually take the take the presidency next time around. I, I think I see the get... Democratic Party screwing them over. Yep. The yeah. only the yeah. only reason 100%. the only yep. reason I say that is because you see too many things online where it's it's the attitude of the party like it's anybody but Trump. Yeah. And Trump yeah, or and, Bernie. And Trump <laughs> is basic like the way Trump is playing it, he's like, No, I'm trying to do like, to give credit where it's due, he has established, like, there's stuff going on with North Korea. He helped, like, he did help foster some potential peace. You can get into... Do you want to talk about that? I, I would like to, I would like to <laughs> mention that. Let's go, every let's president, go. every American president had the ability to go and meet with the leader yeah. of North Korea. The only reason they didn't is because the leader of North Korea isn't going to... Um, isn't going to give up anything. They're not going right. to compromise. Yeah. And for them, they just use it as propaganda... For their own people, so all that Trump mm-hmm. did was make him look more legitimate mm-hmm. on the world stage. Yeah, he, and he got nothing. If anything, now they're becoming more brazen. They're doing more tests. They're yeah. It's the mi- fair. Fair. No, no, no. Trump just um, likes to make friends with dictators. On a side note, I love. Is one. I love your. Uh, I love your like aggressive noises <laughs> whenever you're like, I've got something to say, but I gotta. <laughs> He's an authoritarian man, and he likes other authoritarians, and 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 it's and sure. I think people who really like his, his sycophants, mm-hmm. I think they're authoritarians in and of themselves, right? Like um like I was saying to the guys like there, I watched this mm-hmm. video of a, a young Turks Turks reporter. Don't really like the young Turks, whatever. Yeah, no, neither. Yeah, um but she was interviewing a Trump supporter and she was saying that they had Trump on video with a blatant lie or saying something, and the filmman was like, no, that's fake news. And it's like you have a video, yeah, and you're saying that it's fake news. Yeah, your like, opinion does not that's, trump facts. That's why he can you you can watch the the Mueller testimony and then listen to his little press conference at the White House after, and and believe him, hmm. because these people like they don't like. And actually, that's actually um, a personality trait that is associated with conservative values, right? People who are people that are more loyal, right? They're, that's why they vote like that's why they're all the Republicans. That's why they're not standing up for anything. They're not standing up for the people. They're not standing for the Constitution. Mm. They're not standing for the rule of law or America or anything like that. They're 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 like he's a Republican. We're Republicans. If he's in power, we're in power. We're keeping that power, right? And then when you and we look at the the long game, the Republicans been playing for like decades now uh, with gerrymandering and um, voter suppression in other ways, like I, all that stuff, um, uh, stacking the courts. Uh, Mitch Mitch McConnell, he's, he's allowing everything. <laughs> just the other day, just the other day, he, he blocked the bill to um, voter for security. voter security. Yeah, dude on the back of your shirt from the from the bench. Ooh, how much? A lot. A lot. And the and it's the very like the have you been following so what John Stewart's okay. been doing with uh, 9-11? Yeah, yeah. I, I love oh that picture of, of that turtle, that old geriatric turtle just shuffling down yeah. the hall. And then John Stewart's John like... Stewart's smiling. <laughs> but did you see the... It was probably a month ago he did... Um, his plea. Yeah, his the, plea. To the court. It was like if, if, if they had any souls, the, the people that were listening, mm. they should have been moved. Yeah. Yeah. The thing... Yeah, like they they'll spend... 
you know, trillions of dollars on a tax cut for the wealthy, but to give 9-11 first responders a little bit, a little sliver of that money to have health care for the rest of their short, miserable lives, because yeah. they're suffering from, you know... They're, they're going to die soon. They're going to die soon. No, forget it. They're not going to... Not going to allow that. That's a waste of money. It's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely disgusting. There's no morals. And then, then even after all that, they were still another Republican pushing for the bill because they, they agreed to it. And then all yeah. of a sudden, they're pushing for it again to be, to be cut. Yeah. The thing is, are you kidding they're me? They're such hypocrites, man. They'll, 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 like, and even like, when you look at Lindsey Graham, when, they, when he was the one, he's one of the ones who spearheaded the impeachment proceedings uh, mm. against Bill Clinton. And now he won't touch Trump. And it's like, you, you, the guy, like, Bill Clinton's sex life is nobody's business, dude. It has nothing to do with the effect on mm-hmm. the, the country, unless you, yeah. unless he was uh, cheating on his wife with uh, Russian spies or something, mm-hmm. yeah. which Monica Lewinsky which, was not. Um, uh, Trump which Trump basically <laughs> has, right? Like, he's, man. I'm the, pretty sure the, a lot of people have The reason he's com- committed in plain sight. Yeah, and they all say they're <laughs> Christians, too. Yeah. Like they even said he would because, welcome the help again. Like, yeah, see my yeah. pants standing in front of all those those children in cages and those people starving and like yeah. s- sitting in their own filth, and he's just like, "Yeah, like, America." That's not how you treat people, man. Yeah, and they they deny that they're concentration camps. They're concentration. They're concentration. Camps. In effect, they are concentration. Camps. They are. Yeah. yeah. In the way they operate, in the way they look. <laughs> it was funny, I, I, got, I was talking to Tommy about it, I was, I was talking to my aunt, and I was like, you know, I didn't really, I kind of felt sort of put off, I don't know why, it just seemed like I'm, I'm also a stickler for, like, use the right words for the yeah, right things, the, right? the term right. was kind of putting me off for a while. But, in effect, when you have people who survive concentration camps saying, that, yes, no, that That's is a concentration, concentration camp, then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to have to take your word for it. Yes. I'm no longer upset by the use of right. words. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. You seem to be the authority on Calling this. a spade a spade is okay. <laughs> but what are the uh, what are the uh, the racial origins of that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> calling a spade a spade. Oh, uh, you seem to be a pro at this. Uh, so calling a spade a spade. The origin story. <laughs> this is so it, it, it doesn't refer to a deck of cards. It refers to a gardening tool, like a spade. Oh. Right? Yeah. So did you look that up? No. Oh, People would say, noticed? "Well, you asked me." So, do you get in trouble for things like this often? <laughs> <laughs> I majored it in English. I don't get paid to tell you things. Okay. This is the only thing that I'm good at. I was about to say, like, one of the many, many, many jobs Darko's had. At one point, you were a TA. Yep. yep. TNA. I was, a, right. I, was a, I was a TNA wearing TNA pants. Oh, goodness. <laughs> really? Yeah. They allowed oh, that. for Darko. <laughs> <laughs> they made an exception. You had your TNA pants with your Uggs boots and your... Uh, Friggin' pumpkin spice or whatever, you were the basic white girl. Did it, <laughs> did it say juicy on the rear end? <laughs> I had a tramp stamp of a Chinese character. You thought it said water. But. Oh, where was the tramp stamp? What was the. What was the. What? Oh. What? what? There's a joke. Something about the tramp stamp. Somebody. <laughs> well, you don't have to add. That's not offensive. You don't have to edit that out, right? Just it's use that to go over his swears. <laughs> yeah, use that for yeah. the swear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, you guys don't know. Is that work? And I said something, and then Luke was like, that's what my tramp stamp says. <laughs> and I can't remember what it was. It was so funny. Oh, my gosh. Was it blah, blah, blah in my pants? Like, enter in my <laughs> it was. It was like one word, but it was like a made-up word that we made up. Like It was, it was just... It was, it, was like, it was like a play on another word. I'm sorry. This is not interesting. This is going nowhere. I, yeah, I really wish I knew. I almost want to just text him. Like, man, what's, what, was, what does your tramp stand say again? 
<laughs> butt baby or something like that. Like, <laughs> butt baby. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know how to react oh, to that. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, that's mm. why sometimes I'll call Monica that, and then I'll be like, because you were a fart. <laughs> oh, we have a, an interesting back and forth. <laughs> it, it sounds like it <laughs> from the stories we've been told. Puppy, puppy. Yeah, like, you know, your mom farted and now you're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That's, a... that's, le- that's the least offensive origin story. You, you guys are the least offensive things they say to each other. Yeah. It's, the rest are not podcast it's worthy. It's very fun. Yeah. They do seem to enjoy. You don't need enemies. <laughs> yeah, no, we, uh, we, uh, we never, other of us had siblings, so I think there's, like, this sort of, like, this, like, we mess with <laughs> each other, you know? Like, we, we sort of, uh, I don't know, it's not like bully each other, because it's not mean. Nag? We don't say things you that... nag each other? No, it's not nag, it's like... like not nag. Like, nag. No, nag. <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna ignore me. that. You were mispronouncing words. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a lot of it's a. I think we have a really good back brother. It's you know nothing, a repartee. Yeah, nothing's ever said where it's like truly mean, hurtful. Yeah, that's the sort of yeah, that's sort of like shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's very mean and funny. <laughs> Kind of like our relationship. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it seems to be the the nature of relationships uh, I have with people. That's accurate yeah. for. Uh, for the five of us. Yeah. yeah. If only the listeners could see our our WhatsApp chat. Oh, that's oh, good. I'm really liking the WhatsApp chat, man. Like for a long time. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. It's yeah. Yeah, like I was pretty depressed and I just didn't want to like I didn't want to uh I don't know, I just didn't I just couldn't engage, I guess. But like now oh, I'm who's starting that? PSC was that? all the way. What? Whose that's idea was that? To what? A WhatsApp chat. Oh, that was you? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, Dark 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 Darko asked me if we could do it because he's like, I'm getting everybody's sex out of order. I've got yeah. no idea of the context. Like, I have to download text. I'm like, this isn't functional or efficient in any way. I think the one time you did respond, I got a random message from a number I didn't recognize. Yeah. I was like, who, who is this? <laughs> How do they know what we're talking about? Well, no, there was no context. It was just it was just a message with the reply, and I was like, I don't know what he's replying to. <laughs> I had no idea who it was. I was like, I'm just gonna delete this. I think that night where we decided, like, yeah, we'll just do it, just because I messaged you guys, being like, hey, can, can we just do this? Yeah, I was like, I feel I bad for Darko because we're talking so, yeah. about like five different things, and it makes sense to us. But yeah. he's getting a random message, being like. Blah 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 in my pants or whatever with no yeah. context. Yeah, in my pants. <laughs> I just I just remember being like, if it was if it was me, I would feel bad being yeah. left out, right? Yeah, and so I was like, it's more should. annoying. But it sucks, man, because yeah. the four of us are all chatting, and it's sure. like you're not, you can't engage, and it's like you just sort of like kicked out, right? And it's like that's not cool. That was really not cool. And if it were me, I'd feel really bad. So I, I don't. So what what we should do is uh, make it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised now that I'm actually starting to chat with you guys. Like, yeah. Oh. Oh, this guy wouldn't do, that to, <laughs> wouldn't do that to you, buddy. If we did, it would have been like back at. So, if if we were gonna kick each other away, it would have happened friggin' back in middle school. Yeah, like we well, so we wouldn't team. kick you out. We would just start another chat group with oh, you. That's so mean. <laughs> I, would, I would assume, and we chat in both. I would call it the non-Christian group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
for friction. I would assume you just sit me down and be like, look, man, like what you're doing is probably is not cool. You gotta alter your behavior, right? It's like this, but Tommy and Mike would be on this side of the table yeah. as well, and just oh, I'd just be sitting here. Yeah. You'd be like you'll, the boil. It'd be like a weird group. Have you guys ever had one of those group, no, like those interviews no, where it's like you about, or? no interviews where it's like you and then four people on the other side? It feels like an intervention. This sucks. It ended with me saying, but this isn't a real interview. And then <laughs> the one woman was like, yeah, it is. And I looked at the rest of them. I was like, um, I'm pretty sure it's not. And then uh, I got up and I left. It was really awkward. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Those are the only interviews I've ever had. Really? Where it's like a panel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I've had, people, no, I've had, I've had a couple interviews where it's like me. me with one person. And then when you get to the second interview, it's like you with uh, two people. It's like hiring manager, HR, yeah. media director. Um, but then... I've also had interviews where the weirdest interview I've ever had was a group interview where it was there was the panel. Oh, yeah. But then there was like four or five other people in there. And you're like, this is awkward because everybody has their own interview style. Everybody has their own personality. Also, you like, asked was, the same question there was all someone time. I, like, I can't just be like what he there said. There was someone I got along with really well. But then afterwards, uh, they were upset when I got the job and they didn't. And they were like, oh, okay, I guess if I made a bunch of sarcastic jokes, I... Like that might have got me the job. And Grow I'm, up. Like yeah. I, I got why though. Like there was no bad blood be- between yeah. us. It was just a job they really, really wanted. Uh, where I'm like, well, that would have given me bad blood towards. That would have like, been. Don't, don't make those comments like, towards me. I'm, I'm empathetic towards that because they one they didn't know I knew and they weren't deliberately trying to like bad talk me. Just it would have happened if it was anybody. But that's where I'm like those group interviews are weird because it really changes the dynamics. Because also a lot of. It, like in that situation, it's like a lot of these people are your friends, and it's mm-hmm. different if you're ha- if you know you're having interviews. Like you're all going for the job, but you can be like, "Yeah, good luck, good luck." But then in that group setting, it's like, "Yo, we're in sudden competition with each other." I've got to like we got to look yeah. at each other. It really adds attention to it. Yeah, it's really freaking weird. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I've never interviewed for a job with a friend. Like going for that same job, like to me that, that like that like that that's that's it's a, There's yeah. been a couple times you know, where I've gone for a job or someone else I've known has gone for the job, and they're like, "I know you want to go for this. Is it okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. No, whoever like, ne- whoever gets the job will get the job, and that's like that's how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. They got the job, I didn't. And it's yeah. like, all right, right on. That sucks. I wanted the job, but clearly they were a better fit. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna yeah. be pissed off at you for being a better fit for a no, job. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I, I would. I'm yeah, just, no, I'm just no, saying no. I'm glad I haven't been in that yeah, situation yeah. buying for the same job as a friend of mine. That sucks, man. There's a lot yeah. of situations. Sorry, Doug, you wanted to say something earlier. What were you gonna say? Uh, yeah, the uh, calling a spade a spade thing. <laughs> Come on! Never giving you the benefit of the doubt. Never again. <laughs> oh, I'm the only person in your corner. You just trumped me in the face. <laughs> nice. No, I'm actually in that position right now where me and a coworker of mine who have become good friends over yeah. the past year are applying for the same job downtown. And uh, it's a very supportive process because we're we're helping each other with each other's resumes. Mm-hmm. And then like, so it's very collaborative in that way. It's not, it's so lots of a competition. Well, you, you can, yeah. It's almost survivor-esque, which is insane. Like we have to befriend someone knowing like in the very end, it's like, okay, like. I might yeah. have just your throat. Yeah, yeah, it's. But just going through the application process of applying for this job exactly. that will put you in a more progressive tier so that you'll, like even mm-hmm. that phase alone will make you a, better applicant down the road like yeah. it'll, it'll better you in some way whether yeah. you get the job or not that part of the process will sort of uh, you'll level up from that alone yeah like any experience you can use yeah. to uh, 
make yourself better, right? Exactly. You improve yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was going to say, it's, it's sort of like that's one aspect of, of a lot of like... I've been thinking a lot lately about how... How like we're sort of forced. Like I, you get paid for your labor, right? But at the same yeah. time, it's it's sort of like not enough. Who, yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> well, there is that. There's definitely that. Um, but it's also it's like, do, is anyone doing what they want to do? And it's not even like yeah. what I want to do. Like, oh, I want to lay around all day and, and blah 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 and do nothing. It's not even that. I it's do. Something I, you're passionate about. Yeah, exactly. Not, do you I'm, have the opportunity to to find that out? Never mind, do it. You know, and it's it sucks, man. Yeah, it really feels like we're we're. Uh, no, slaved I'm, against the the better parts of our nature. Right? I'm 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 getting paid for what I do, but it's not what I want to do. Like, I think to do what you love, you gotta love what you do. Yeah. And I I'm certainly I. I didn't graduate university or graduate high school thinking I would be in the quantitative methods field. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not. Those are some like four dollars worth. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trouble. Whatever it is, you can't afford it. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the currency, whatever the denomination, (laughs) just for you. Four dollar words. Dang it. I I do that all the time, man. uh, I can say definitively now. But it's like, yeah, you don't even have the opportunity to figure out what you're passionate about or what you would like to do with your life or how you'd like to improve the world, right? Yeah. Or even now that I'm like I'm I'm starting to, I'm realizing I'm too old to actually like do the things that I that I I wanted to really do. Sorry, Mike. I know you. Yeah, I was going to say, like you, you, you were saying you didn't graduate high school or or university or whatever. Period. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With the intention. Fake my degrees and everything. Like I've worked for the library for um, eighteen years now. Right. I never. Which I I intended to quit. Nuts. (laughs) uh, I intended to quit thirteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I just kept going, getting a different job. And I'm I'm fortunate enough that in the past um, couple months or a couple months ago I I moved into a position where I'm I'm now enjoying my days mm-hmm. within the library. I'm mm-hmm. back in uh, a department I worked for happily for a long time, and uh, it's good times. It's finally things are starting to look good again. Good, man. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Yeah, oh, pretty much. Oh, my it's, it's, it's a temporary <laughs> position that might be permanent soon. Uh, I'm just filling in for a guy, and he might be leaving. Going back to the what we talked about a couple minutes ago, um, how you were helping, or you were you're in competition with a friend. Yeah, I was in competition with a, a, a friend of mine at work. He got the job. All power to him. Yeah. I, look, I look at what he's doing now in that job. And I say, it's a good thing he got that job because yeah. I have no idea what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I never intended to be where I am. Yeah, same here. Um, I don't like any of us, are. Really? I don't think I'll ever be, man. And sometimes I, n- I'm I never to... wanted to come to Christmas House. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I'm even a good enough person to have like a, a proper passion, right? Like the proper like like motivation to do mm. things. And I'm like, I wonder if my motivations are all really bad, so I'm really not even gonna. You know, it's like it seems like we're we're fighting against the the, the worst parts of our nature, too, yeah. right? And that in that essence, trying to figure out who you are and what you want out of life and, the, and what you want mm. to contribute to the world and what that means to you. It's it's really interesting, just because as we're talking about like how we're not necessarily really passionate about what we do mm-hmm. it's i don't know what it is like our generation and generations afterwards it's all like 
you need to go and do what you love. You need to do this, like, uh, pursue your passions, you'll, and then you can make the most of it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you don't know who they are. No, uh, well, <laughs> we, yeah. we haven't discovered it, but also, I don't know if that's necessarily a practical example. No. Just because, like, our parents, our parents' parents, like, their work weeks were 80 hours. A lot of them were, like, working farms or smaller, like... Huh. I'm passionate, I, like, I love doing the podcast and all that. Sure, it'd be wonderful to make money off of it, but I'm a long friggin' ways away from that happening. That is something I can work on. Mm-hmm. But showing more skin. That's, <laughs> but that's like, that's Big not messy. But that's not necessarily <laughs> something. Oh, sir. That's not something I can necessarily do. I need to, like, I need to have a job that, like, that pays the bills. Yeah. Uh, Every, like, how many people, so many people I knew wanted to pursue, like, Oh, I wanted to, like I want to do this. I want to do this. It's like that's great, but that's not this. That you, that's not that's going to pay, not the, bills, pay the bills. Yeah. But, and that's where I like the old like and that the bills little bit. But that's so what I like a little bit of that older mentality where it's yeah. like a job can be a job. It doesn't yeah. have you don't have to love it, but if you hate it, yeah. if you like, you have the freedom to change that. Exactly, but, then change it. At the same time, sorry, I know you're fish out of water, but at the same time, you, yeah, you have to be realistic and say, you know, you're, you're, you can follow your dreams, but it's not going to pay the bills. You have to do mm-hmm. something that will, um, but at the, you know, at the same time, don't deny yourself Yeah. or don't shut anyone else down saying, you know, you're never going to make it or you, no. it's not going to do it for you. Um, Go ahead, Christian. Okay, so I have a good yeah. (laughs) I have a really good example of this. Like, for instance, like okay, so I always (laughs) want to be a rock star, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously, like, and I was thinking, oh well, you know, I really like music. Maybe I could teach music to people. And then I thought, well, um, all that's going to remind me of is how old I am and how young they are, and also (laughs) and how much you want to be on the other side of the table. Yeah, that, and it's like uh, that's not like the the part about being a rock star is like, yeah, I like music, I like composing, I like that that Mm -hmm. feeling of like I made this, blah blah. Like it all, I like all that, but what I really like is the ego part of it. That's a (laughs) And I recognize that. I'm like, okay, well, clearly that's not like an avenue for me. But there's other interests I have. There's other parts of my personality that Mm -hmm. I think I should cultivate, right? And I think like uh, there are career choices that would, but I just don't know what they are. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. and I, and you know, I kind of feel like I don't know myself that well to really. And I think a lot of people like they go their entire lives without knowing themselves because they don't have the opportunity because they have to work just to survive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think we live in a society where. We, we have enough money and if everything was actually done properly people would have a lot more freedom right and they'd be a lot better off and a lot right. happier right you mean I if there was more uh, more um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for more financial equality is that what you're saying absolutely 100% right. you're yeah. a communist <laughs> <laughs> well I think I mean uh, you know it just seems like right now that the richer are, are getting richer <laughs> yeah it's like there's a boat and it's sinking and they're just like continuously being put onto the top floor yeah. type of thing and we're all just taking the brunt of it yeah, because so they can do it the the classes if you want to call them that are becoming um both lesser and more pronounced at the same time yeah it hasn't been this way since uh, like medieval times mm. like that when there were surfs dinner and tournament and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've been there it used to be like the black they knight was you always hand sanitizer the, when you show up because you're eating with your hands. <laughs> you just come off the subway or whatever. It's uh anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hands are filthy. Like hands are filthy. It's yeah. interesting just because I wish, I wish with school there was a different setup to it. As much as I, it was, 
Like, I graduated a year later than you guys did. Yeah. But, which, I was like, man, I don't want to go because none of my friends are there. But the last couple years, as odd as it was, where I'm like, I've got all electives, except for, like, when I was in 12th grade and I had to complete grade 10 business. That was a little weird. But getting to choose your classes, I was like, I'm actually motivated to do these things. Like, if you can do the mandatory classes but make them... Not where it's like your entire first year yeah. and your entire second year is mandatory. But if you had the stuff where it's like, this is what you need to graduate. This is what you need to get that, like, this is the standard of education, which you can get through, I know they changed the term from GED to the equivalency or whatever, uh. which is like, then why would I go to high school for four years yeah. instead of doing this? But if you could change the model where it's like you're getting that stuff that you need, but then presented with much more choice, I think there's I'd that. love that. I think there's this aspect of like, you know, when you're a kid and people are telling you, oh, you know, this is going to happen, you're, you're going to feel like you wasted your life, you know, all this, like, make yeah. the most of the time you have now, all that stuff, and you're mm-hmm. like, save, save your platitudes, or you listen to them, you're like, that's probably true, but you don't, like, you know, you don't, it doesn't hit home, and, like, now, when I look back, I'm like, I really, I would love to go back to high school, because I would love to be able to take all this stuff seriously, Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it'd be interesting, like, you know how, um, um, the, um, the, um, uh, the Amish. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a sound in dumb. Uh, the Amish, yeah. They have uh, a No, I don't. You so, speak English? What? Rumspringa. Yeah, where they yeah, go. Yeah, where they're 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 like sixteen year olds. They 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 leave the faith yeah. for a while. They yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. one year. Yeah, they get up and they get year to explore whatever they to want to experience the English world. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> the rest of the world. They get dressed like everybody else. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. So there's no judgment of the things that they do, and, hmm. and then they they can come back or choose to. Hmm. Be excommunicated. I feel in some way. <laughs> oh, I never heard of that. There should be some sort of similar experience for high school students, where like you, you're sort of put in a position where it's like you have to. And I know it's ridiculous. It's not practical. It doesn't make any sense. But I would I love. Like where you're for, going, no? Yeah, like it, I'd love for it to be like you have to survive on your own, right, for a year, and then then you come back to school and you're like, oh, I'm going to need this, right? You have that option. You have that option to leave and, and, that's and go what, to work. And <laughs> if you think school is so terrible, go out there and work for a year. That's where yeah, I, I didn't have the best experience. I dropped out. I worked. And look, I mean, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my life. I didn't, I didn't have the best experience in, in college, but I did have a year off in between. Yeah. And then seeing the kids who were coming fresh out of high school into that year, I was like, oh man, they you need a year in between. Yeah, you need to think about there what was Because the one guy was just there because his parents were like, no, you're going to school. Yeah. Um, but also he was like, he didn't hand in homework assignments. And he's like, well, why would I hand it in? The teacher hasn't asked for it. It's like, you're paying to be here. <laughs> yeah. Or in this case, your folks are paying for Mommy you to be dad. here. Well, that's why, they, that's like, why like, parents shouldn't just force your kids not, to go to college right away, too. Because yeah. if you're going to pay for this, you better you better make damn sure that your kid knows what they want to do. Yeah, uh-huh. they don't know who they are. Yeah. They don't know what they want to do. Give them time to find yeah. out. And I'd love to see some, like, that's where I'd love you to see some of that more. Children, some of that more in high school. Because if, if the whole model of education is like, here's the stuff that gets you the, like, the general equivalency or whatever the heck it's called. Uh, but then we want you to pursue the higher education. You need to make sure, like, you're actually setting them up for a reason. It's not an expectation. They want to go. Yeah. Like, the, the I can't describe it exactly. I'll get my cousin Sam to do a much better job of it later. But the English system, like, it's set up for that, where it's like the last two years, it's really, like, helping you figure out what you want to do. Mm. So then when you go to the next, like, when you go to that next level, you're like, okay, no, I'm here. But it, I want to be our here. Our system's set up to build, to make factory drums, and we don't have factories anymore. So, I mean, <laughs> okay, isn't the second, post-secondary education, is that free? 
Uh, I think there is some there's some cost. There is some cost. I don't yeah. think it's uh, it's not uh, Sweden or Switzerland where it's like absolutely free. I wonder if that that not only is it like a, just a social good to do that to prepare kids, but it's also it will mitigate the the cost of having kids who will go and then get nothing out right. of it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and where the dropout rates. Schmolk. Yeah, governments over here they fail to see uh, the um, benefits of. Uh, low-cost education yeah like uh, Dougie has cut OSAP right Right. he doesn't understand that these are loans they get money back with interest plus they're investing in the future yeah see now I I don't necessarily disagree with cut like cutting some of OSAP just because some of the I've had friends and loved ones be on the other side of those loans Where the interest on those loans yeah. is extremely high. Oh well, yeah, and I you shouldn't be that. five, ten years later still paying off your education. But I think it should be more transparent process. It right? Yeah. Be, not that you should cut it, but you should no, no. really rein it in. Well, you should make sure that the students are cognizant of just what they're getting into when they take out one of those OSAP loans, or it like I or not get out of, or cut that. Like to me, I've got no problem with people paying for some of their school like some of the school the prices are nuts and they're rising and they're rising like the prices are insane but i would i don't know if i'd say like a hundred percent free but cutting down or what they're doing in some cases where it's like depending on your tax bracket basically like yeah yeah we'll we'll set it like earned like setting it up like that i'm all for sorry it's adorable that luna's just watching them um (laughs) She, she misses people once they're out, man. She's got a shepherd. Um, but, like, the loan should not be that high. Like, no, they shouldn't what, be crippling a, loans. A couple times ago when, when, uh, when we talked, we were talking about how in the States, you shouldn't have to mortgage your house for a procedure for health care. Yeah, you shouldn't have to choose between your house or your health. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you should have to choose between, like, 10 years of income because as the, the model in North America is, like... It used to be in their 20s, you move out, you buy your place or whatever. Now it's your 30s, and I think part of that is like people don't necessarily know where they're going to go after high school yeah. or university or the stuff they're pursuing. There's not necessarily any jobs in it. But then also it's like for the next five to ten years, they're paying they're paying off their student loans. Yeah, yeah. Like, why am I paying $100 on the textbook that I only open four times over 12 well, weeks? Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's <laughs> what I hear a lot is that people <laughs> are forced to buy a textbook that by the time they get it, it's out of date, yeah. and they open it maybe once, yeah. and it's hundreds of dollars. I le- I, I lucked out because my mom uh, my mom paid for my school. Yeah. She loaned for my brother, who went to a different, much more expensive school with a much more expensive program, right. uh, for his first semester, and she was like, I will give you the same amount I gave your brother, because she's very much like, no, it's gotta be fair, so ma, thank you. Uh-huh. Um, and then it covered my whole program. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to University of Waterloo for accounting. I was going to George Brown for social service work. But then I covered my textbooks. And by the second year, I didn't buy a book. Yeah. Like one person in a friend group bought a book. We all chipped in. And then we all photocopied what chapters we knew. Because we're like, why are we spending $500 on textbooks? Uh When we're opening... Most of the times, we open them twice over the course of the semester. I only ever bought one textbook. I I was asked or required or whatever to buy buy maybe three or four. But I only ever bought the one. Never, ever opened it. It's still sitting in my... (laughs) (laughs) Sitting in my old bedroom. Yeah. Never used it. Yeah. 
you might have an interesting perspective on this, though, because you've been on the, the other side. You've been on the faculty side, the TA and all that. Yeah, yeah, I did a TA-ship, and then I got my own first-year course as a contract position, and then I taught at NIC on Vancouver Island. Um, but I think, you know, post-grad is just a modern corporation. It's a post-modern corporation. It's a system that's designed to rake in as much money as possible, and I really disagree with how it's built now. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be education or health for profit. Yeah. It's not helpful to students. And not only that, but they don't get the information that they need. They just kind of see that high school certainly isn't enough yeah. to make you competitive for the market. And then so university becomes an option at whatever cost, Yeah, no matter what that cost is. Well, the problem that... Um, students are facing now, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you've mm -hmm. heard uh, otherwise, mm -hmm. or you know otherwise because you've been in it, mm -hmm. is that people are getting their degrees and then they're, they're doing post-grad or whatever, yeah. you know, they're, they're doing advanced, and it's it doesn't matter, they're still not getting the jobs. There's still no jobs to get, or there's it's not worth it, they could have got the job without doing that extra level. Mm. I don't, so I, I think, I don't think so entirely, I think... Okay. A bachelor's qualifies you to work at Starbucks, which is what I did, because I was told on multiple occasions that that wasn't really enough in so many See, ways. that's unfortunate. That's kind of what I'm getting at, though. A yeah. bachelor's oh, oh, degree yeah. from a university oh, yeah, totally. you're working at Starbucks. And then yeah. there's me okay. down here with my two-year diploma. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have a three-year diploma, and I'm doing all right, but it has nothing to do with my Yeah, diploma. There are other ways to circumvent the system, but I went with, uh, with further graduate study, so I got a master's degree. And I found that made a huge difference. Yeah. Um, so a bachelor's degree isn't it un underqualifies yeah. you. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so yeah. like, don't touch me. <laughs> when I was laying over there, mm. I had one one eye open to make sure nobody was putting their <laughs> my forehead. <laughs> that that was a possibility. Lovely. I know. Let's test you with my. I know you uh, four. Uh, I I, yeah, no, scallions. I haven't done that. <laughs> but him, for sure. These guys. Oh, come on. <laughs> this guy over here. Yeah. Darko before me. No, but I don't think no, so. Yeah, definitely you before Darko. I would look <laughs> more malicious. He would cut me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually quite true. We yeah. stopped pranking Darko because it'd be like... I'm going to cut you so bad. You're going to wish I didn't cut you so bad. Hey, you flicked that thing at me? I'm going to punch you in the face. I might just stop hanging out with this. He disappeared from the group chat. Ever since he read The Art of the Deal, he's just been really violent. Really invested with your works cue back Yeah. I don't even know what I did to you. I remember the bacon. So one time, we were sitting in Darko's place, and we were watching TV. And Darko whipped. Uh, he, I don't think he whipped, but no, it, it, I gently. It was. Talked. It was not a gentle. <laughs> it was. It had a decent arc. Yeah. But he threw. Let's just say threw. He threw a Rubik's cube at my face. I wasn't even looking. Oh, and I just like, without looking, grabbed it. I turned and looked at him like, like, are you a psycho? <laughs> of all things, I brought sharp corners and all. Like, no, but I hurt. So I don't know. That's, I don't know that's got some weight to it. That yeah. would hurt. And sharp edges. <laughs> I still think about that. <laughs> what did wake, I do to him? I wake up in the night terrified. Yeah. You just wake up with sweats. <laughs> <laughs> Darko. 
for your entire life you'll be catching Rubik's cubes. Yeah, because I never grew up with siblings, so I, I can't fathom. Nor the, did I. The the the. the <laughs> <laughs> I can't fathom the mind yeah, of someone who would do that without any provocation or reason. I'm sure like, there was why? something. Like, what yeah, did I do? Yeah, like sure. that that was like an era where all we were doing was was messing with each other. Sure. So I'm sure you were breathing there, there, the wrong there way. There was something that <laughs> blinking at me. <laughs> yeah. We're in my peripherals. You're in my peripherals offensively. Existing. That's my salt in my peripherals. Oh uh, man! Yeah, it took his chair, man. Hmm. Never take a man's chair. Did I? Was that what happened? I don't. I don't remember. You have calmed down a bit. More, uh, <laughs> a bit. Well, yeah, you don't. You're not. Tr- you're, we're not afraid of you killing us anymore when we make a joke. <laughs> yeah, I should. I should really get. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so much happened. Yeah, I got terrible. The person with his PTSD is not, not amused right now. Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, we will be back next week with part three, the final part of a conversation with five friends. Hope you enjoyed. Have a wonderful day, and God bless, my friends. Take care.